Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having another amazing day and ready to have a great week. So today's episode is inspired by a song by Christian artist Jonathan McReynolds, and I'm a huge fan of his music and his message. I have all of his albums, and on his latest album entitled Make Room, he has a song called Comparison Kills, and y'all, it is is deep. I mean, cut you like a machete deep. Okay. I will have a link to the song in the show notes on the website so you can listen to it. The basic premise of the song breaks down how we live in a society where there is comparison and jealousy, and it is basically killing us. We have feelings of self-doubt, never being satisfied, feeling insecure, having low self-esteem and self-worth, not because we lack or because we are insufficient, but because we are comparing ourselves to others. During this episode, I want to inspire you to stop letting comparison kill your dreams and to focus on your path. So what does comparison kill? It can kill anything for real. It can kill your hopes, your dreams. It can make you discredit your success. It can make you desire things that that shouldn't matter to you and envy people that you don't even know. So let's get a little more technical here. What does it mean to compare? To compare means to estimate, measure, or note the similarity or dissimilarity between. I believe that comparing, to some degree, is something that we do naturally. I can give my kids a slice of pizza, and my son, who is a little older than my daughter, will begin to see whose slice is bigger. He wants to make sure that he has the bigger slice. He is mentally measuring their slices and comparing them. This isn't something that we have taught him to do. He just does it naturally. So comparing, again, to some degree, a lesser degree, is normal. The issue comes when we let that comparison begin to affect the recording we play in our minds. When comparison begins to feed discontentment, jealousy, and envy, we are running into dangerous territory. One of the first things I remember comparing when I was younger that negatively impacted my life was my thoughts about my size. I've always been small. And when I was a kid, it was called being skinny or bony or whatever. And as a kid, I was an extremely, extremely late bloomer. I mean, like the forest is here and I'm still waiting to bloom. Okay. And as a teen, I remember comparing my body to other more developed girls and wishing I had what they had. I was fine with my size because it was all I knew until I compared myself to someone else who others thought was more beautiful. Because of that comparison, it took me years to become happy with my physical makeup. That was me as a child doing childish things. But what about now? Why do we as adults who are supposed to be wise and smarter, why do we still continue to compare? We live in a time where comparing is as easy to do as breathing. We have access to people's lives or the lives they want us to see. 
with just a click of a button. One stroll through Instagram and you can see what everyone you know and even people you don't know, what they're doing, what they're buying, where they're traveling, what they're wearing, and what they're succeeding in. The highlights of their life are there for everyone to see. And what do we do? We look at it, we take it in, and we begin to measure ourselves against their lives. We measure their success without knowing what they did to get there, how long it took them to get there, what they had to do, what they had to sacrifice, what they're missing out on now, and even the fact that they may not be happy where they are now. Without all of that information, we begin to compare and question our own journey, our own successes and failures. Now, what you have accomplished isn't good enough. You were happy with your salary until you saw that old girl over there is making double that. You were happy with your job until you learned that one of your friends got a promotion. You were satisfied with your degree level until you learned that your sister over there got her doctorate. You were happy in your relationship until you found out that your old classmate got engaged and they've been dating for less time than you and your man. You were loving your size until you saw a picture of someone on Instagram who had abs, perky breasts, and a big butt. That's not real, by the way. (laughs) Life was great until you looked into your neighbor's yard and saw what they had. Comparison can suck the happiness out of your life. Where you were once satisfied, you are now trying to figure out how to have more, be more, get more, look different, and etc., Comparison breeds discontentment and insecurities. In my practice, I work with some women who are doing amazing things. I'm talking about doctors and lawyers and accountants, and they have accomplished so much, yet they do not see their success due to being so busy looking at others' perceived success. And I call it perceived success because we have no clue what is really going on in another person's life. We only know what they show us and tell us. So many of us are being distracted by others' lives that we no longer focus on the goals we should be focused on in our lives. We are now focused on having what others have. Society will have you believing that the number of likes you have, the number of followers you have, and your friend count determines your success. But let me tell you, popularity does not equal success. That is a ploy to keep you chasing after a shiny ball and not after God's purpose for your life. Comparison can play the best of us. Even when you're focused, comparison can creep in and shift your mindset. And it's okay. The important thing is to realize that it's happening and get back on track. I can use myself for example. When I launched this podcast, I had goals for myself. And when it launched, I was so happy to see that hundreds and hundreds of people had downloaded my episodes. I was happy until I got on Instagram. (laughs) <laughs> and I, a person that I followed just happened to show that this month they had about 10,000 downloads for their podcast. And pew, my little happiness balloon just got popped. And I felt like what was once successful to me didn't feel successful anymore because I was comparing. I was comparing my success with her success, not even realizing that it's both success. We're just in two different lanes and two different paths. I don't know what that lady did, how long it took her to get there and all that stuff. But either way, I let it. I began to compare. It made me feel insecure. It made me feel insufficient and like I had not done enough. So today I want to help you stop letting comparison kill your dreams and aspirations. I want to help you stay focused on your path and not get distracted by what others are doing. So I'm going to give you some tips, of course, on how to keep comparison at bay and to live your life. 
But before I give you a few tips on how to curve comparison, I want to address something very, very important. And that is the correlation between admiration and comparing. There is a thin, thin line between admiring and comparing, and it is easy to slip from admiration to comparison and envy. Where comparison means that you're measuring yourself against someone, admiring means that you actually respect them and you approve of them. And oftentimes we start with admiring someone's success and their accomplishments, and then somehow we turn the mirror on ourselves and we begin to compare instead of realizing that what's theirs is theirs and what's yours is yours. Like, it's kind of like the song, what God has for me, it is for me. You have to realize that. So learning to not equate someone else's success to your success is important. So don't allow admiration to turn into envy. Once you begin to notice that jealousy and envy are occurring, it's time to make some changes. Now, on to the tips. Let's talk about how do we handle the habit of comparison? And yes, for many of us, it is a habit. We do it and we don't even know that we are doing it. Tip number one, check yourself. Also known as search your heart. Many times we use comparison to fuel our discontentment with our lives. But the true issue is not what others have, but the issue is what we do not have. So if you find yourself constantly comparing yourself with others and feeling dissatisfied, you have to search yourself, check yourself and see what is it in your life that you are unhappy about. Many people are walking around with anxiety and depression that is fueled by comparison in social media, but the root cause is being dissatisfied with their own lives. So before we look outward at the world, we have to look inward at ourselves and determine what is it about your life that has you unhappy and how can you fix it? A great resource for this, guys, is counseling and coaching, working with someone who can help you figure out what your desires are in your life and in what areas are you dissatisfied. Another really, really great resource is a podcast episode by Priscilla Schreier. You guys know how much I love her. And that episode is entitled um, Simply Satisfied. And the episode is based off of the book, The Resolution for Women, which I'm currently reading. And I'll leave links to the episode and the book in the show notes on the website. But this episode is based off of her talking about How to be satisfied with where you are now while still looking forward to the future. And I'll link both of those in the website. But before we start looking out with others, you have to check yourself and see what is it about you that has you looking at others so much? What is it about you that you are unhappy with? What is it that you wish you were doing? What is it that you wish you had? What is it that you feel insecure about? And once you start to figure out those things, then comparison won't be such a heavy part of your life. Tip number two. Guard your eyes and ears. What we allow ourselves to see and hear can play a role in us comparing. Guarding these areas means we have to be social media conscious. Now, many people would say unplug, get off social media. And while I am all for unplugging and I admire people like my husband who can function through life without social media, without Instagram or Facebook or anything, I feel like for most of us, that is unrealistic, even for myself. I use social media for business purposes and for pleasure. So to say no social media can be unrealistic, but I do have to be on guard. And I encourage you to be on guard on who you follow and what you watch. Know what triggers you and try to limit watching and listening to those things. If watching YouTubers do their makeup, do their hair, try on clothes and doing house tours triggers you, limit it. 
If you follow someone on Instagram that only posts about the great things that they're doing and where they're traveling and where they're going, if that triggers you, limit it. If watching reality TV makes you feel some type of way about your life, limit it. Guard what you are looking at and listening to that is assisting you in feeling inferior and insecure. And that requires you to be aware of your feelings and your mood and your internal dialogue. And again, counseling and coaching can help you with that. Tip number three, focus on your goal. Guys, I truly believe that comparison is just a distraction. It's like you're driving down the road on your way to your destination and you keep getting sidetracked by all the nice cars and houses that you pass by. It keeps you from getting to where you're going. Focusing on your goal and keeping your eyes stayed on what is important to you is what matters. This is basically staying in your lane. You can have a goal set to get a position at whatever company you work at and you are merely on your way to that. And then you start looking around and seeing everybody started their own business. And that throws you off track because now you're thinking, well, shoot, maybe I need to start my own business too. That was not your goal. Stay in your lane. Or you can have a goal to lose 20 pounds and then you start comparing yourself to others. And now that isn't a good enough goal anymore. Now you're considering surgery and you took your eyes off of your goal and started comparing. Keep your goals written down. Anytime you find yourself off track, go back to what it is that you said you wanted to to do. Remind yourself of what you are trying to achieve and why. And lastly, tip number four, keep your heart focused on God. It always comes back to him. It always comes back to him being the center of your life. Galatians 6 and 4 says, pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you don't need to compare yourself to anyone else. The way to eliminate comparison, because the other tips will help you decrease it and deal with it, but the way to eliminate it is when you keep God at the center of your life. This will help you keep your mind stayed on what God placed in your heart. This will keep comparison from stealing your joy. God has commanded us not to covet or want what our neighbor has. Like that's one of the commandments in the Old Testament, okay? So if he told us not to compare and envy, then if we ask him, he will help us with this. But we have to be willing to remove the things from our lives that contribute to those negative feelings. The prayer that we ask God to help us with, it doesn't have to be complex. You can just simply ask God to cleanse your heart, renew your focus, and help you to keep your mind stayed on him and what matters to him. Ask him to remove envy and jealousy and discontentment and replace it with peace, happiness, contentment, and focus. So here's the thing about comparison that we don't seem to understand. We're all looking around trying to be the same. We're looking at each other trying to have the job that she has or the body that she has, not realizing that God made us all different for a reason. His word says, I chose you before you were formed in the womb and I set you apart before you were born. His word also says, I know the plans that I have for you. This is to let us know that we're not supposed to all be the same. We're comparing ourselves to each other, trying to be like each other when that's not what he brought us here for. We're all different. We're all here to do something different. We're all here for a purpose. And if we compare and we're all doing the same thing, then he's not getting the glory out of our lives. So when it comes to comparison, we have to always remember that I'm different for a reason. 
I'm not supposed to be like everybody else. So keep that in mind whenever you're looking around at other people and whenever you start to say, I wish I had what they had or wish I was doing what they were doing. You have to remind yourself that God made you you for a reason. You're not supposed to be like that girl over there. You're not supposed to be like that guy over there. You are the way you are for a reason and for a purpose. So when you focus on God, focus on your goals, guard your eyes and ears, and evaluate yourself, comparison doesn't have the power to kill, steal, or destroy because there's only room for happiness and joy. So I hope that you feel inspired to stay focused on your calling, to put the blinders on as you travel towards your destiny, and not let comparison creep in and steal your joy. Until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. All right, guys, that was it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and I hope that you truly do feel inspired to not let comparison bring you down, okay? If you need to unplug for a little while, do that. I really, really hope that you take the time to go and listen to Comparison Kills by Jonathan McReynolds. You can find that resource and a couple of other resources on the website, inspiringwomenweekly.com. You can follow me on Instagram at LaShonda McLaurin. I would love for you to go into iTunes to comment, rate, and subscribe. Have an amazing week, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.